0: All the spiritual, by underground, yeah. yeah. like you're, you can't go come
1: to the chase. You have to kind of go through trauma stuff. Yes, and, and, then, and the body has to get over it. And like this, is all concepts. Well, right. and you we also have one too that you have to have a healthy enough ego to, or a sense of a healthy sense of self, and then go to. Right. Yeah, but who's gonna say you have a healthy sense of self? Right. Sense of self and. <laughs> It's going to play God with that. So one day you'll have a healthy sense. And then if you do something and it goes, oops, you're exiled again. Then you back to square zero. Yeah. It's, again, always reliance yeah, on, this, on the uh, programming. That's the whole point. It's not getting out of it. It's just telling the truth about it. You can't get out of it. The thoughts come before the thought of you. So you're not going to get out of the thought. Because you're a product of it. There was no you before the thought. Yeah, the thought's playing and it implies it you. That's presupposed to be before that, but it's a magic trick because time isn't real. So time can, something that comes after in time can be presupposed to be before because time isn't real either. So everything can be used to, to produce an effect. And that is the claiming of something doesn't make it so. The claiming of something and then a belief allows it to seem to be so. Yes? That's our role in the way. The, this is a participatory movie, so to speak. The movie wants to uh compel a reaction from the audience, and that, that furthers the next scene, yes? So it feeds off, it. if you don't mind, if you don't, uh, you know, like when they yell out in the crowd, hey, hey, dude, you know, you, there'd be what, yelling response or something. Yeah, well, if there's no response, you see the emperor with no clothes. It's just the yelling and if, if there's no response, it's just sort of very awkward and it's just hanging out, you know, dangling there and it's obviously easy to see. Yeah. But as soon as you react or respond and yell back, then there's an engagement, yes? And then there's becoming and unbecoming, being in, wanting to get out. All of that stuff gets relevance from the first, the second dance step. The first dance step is saying, oh, there's already been a second dance step, but there hasn't, yeah? So if you don't buy it, the dance stops. You see the dance, but it doesn't have the weight, or it's it's like in these zoom squares, it would be a small little sub-square in the bigger square. And most of the time, you'd be paying attention to the bigger square, and then maybe every once in a while, I'll go back. But if you see it not you, it'll be less than once in a while. It's the you that attracts you to make that little square big, yes? Because it's all about me. But if you see it's not you, then... You get to, you just start re- responding to the big square, or let's say living, and then the little square would be an interpretation of the living. So now you've lost a suspicion of interest, or there's a loss of interest. You don't lose it. There's been a loss of interest in enlarging the small square, so now it's a you know it's just. It was seeming like it was huge, but now it's not seeming like it's huge. And now you see it's an interpretation of something that came before. So there was conscious contact living. And then there's a story about who, why, where, how, yes, all this. And it just fuels itself. This is why it's a weird thing. Not all the time, especially, I can't say this with Zoom, but... The question, and then an answer, and then another question, it's, see, it's like a, it sets off a slinky effect, yeah? Where the whole point is, yes, there's a claiming of what's going on. It doesn't mean what's going on has been neutered and changed by the claiming. That's what we do. That's our role because we're the dreaming. That little, that little statement from the head is not the dreaming. It's an activity where are the dreaming so as soon as we swallow it and go oh yeah that's interesting yeah then there's like and then you're in this sort of interpretation now following the interpretation for a while the interpretation itself has a survival mode of its own yeah so there's a forgetfulness that comes to paying attention to the interpretation you forget what it's like to be alive. You think it's just, uh, you know, something happens and you wait for the report and you're living on a time delay and you don't know any better. It just freezes all those other possibilities out. That's why it's good to be open to sort of hearing different messages so that, you know, your head comes out of the sand like the ostrich. And then there's things, there's, When it's there, there's very limited possibility. When it's up, there's a lot of possibility. It's not like there's no possibility. It's based on us. We are the one that makes things possible. Yeah. So if we're making no possibility possible. Yeah. If we pull our head out of that, we make possibility possible. Yeah. This is power. And the power... uh, that myopic view, that's the basis of the interpretation that this incredible dreaming is really a long-lasting independent separate thing, yeah? It limits the, the, the possibility and the power. It, not, it doesn't limit the power, it misdirects the power. So you can make tons of shit out of nothing with that, yeah? Through us, a lot of shit is made out of worrying about next week. And and then going over last week or five years ago, yes? How could something that isn't so bring about an effect? It's not. It's used to bring about an effect from what's so, us. You know, the only way what's not happening can appear here is if what's happening is entertaining. We're what's happening. Yeah. We're, I mean, if you got down to the nuts and bolts of the living of it, it's that, it's that concise, yeah? You and I give everything all the meaning it has, as they say in the course. Or as Jesus would say, supposedly, when he healed someone, it's done according to your belief, bro. You know, it's uh, faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Well, yeah, we're in that process of making mountains out of molehills all day. What's being exhibited there? Faith, isn't it? He was talking about the same force and we're thinking, oh, there was a faith in the time of Jesus that could just be a must and it would move mountains back then. No, that faith is happening now. We're making shit out of nothing. We're not. It's happening through us. Yeah. And uh, all right, so here you see this. There's this incredible possibility and then there's a... It's like a, let's say, a, a giant wealth of light with a very being funneled into a very small kaleidoscopic telescope that has the end painted already. You're living only the past. You're not even seeing anything now. You're just reacting to what that your head remembers or thinks yeah, could have happened. Yeah. So you're, you're in the act of looking, but you're not seeing anything. Yeah. What would happen if you lost interest? in that in being Paul that represents that telescopic view what happened I don't know find out what happened with me is just like they say in Chen, you know Tibetan Buddhism the great perfection like the non-duality of Tibetan Buddhism they talk about relaxed awareness that's what it's like so this would be a focus awareness on this and especially a focus awareness on thoughts about next week has to be really focused yeah, because there's so much evidence it isn't next week. <laughs> so the awareness has to seemingly forget all the senses, seeing, hearing, feeling, because you're not seeing, hearing, feeling next week. You're seeing, hearing, feeling now. Yeah. So it has a lot of work to do to keep all that away. And then you can just focus. I'm going to get fucked. Like we were watching a thing about a, about a, on TV last night about a kid with autism. And he was talking, there's a pretty good show. And he's talking about how his head works. And it says, all right, sometimes I hear a word and then my head obsesses over it. So it was the word twat. And then he's just saying twat, 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 you know? And he can't stop, yeah? This is sort of what it's like, yeah? So here you go, all this energy goes into I'm going to be destitute next week. You know, you haven't looked at your bank account. You've got some nice clothes, Gucci shoes. I'm going to be destitute next week. And then it's producing an effect now. That's faith. That's power. Would you want to have that power? Well, we already had the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> we've already seen his presentations, haven't we? We've seen something.
2: Uh, a failed
1: system isn't gonna work. Its true value is to show us it's failed. Yeah. So the failed system of selfing can be seen because it's not you. It's not of you. Yeah, it's an activity that you maybe really engaged with as what you are, or not so much engaged with. And it's really the based on the engagement of whatever we are with that, that gives it its power, yeah? So if you lose interest in Paul, you gain interest in others. It's not like you lose interest in Paul and then you have to work hard no. There's a boomerang effect. Once this is released, then there's the panoramic view. So like in the Chen, they would talk about relaxed awareness. In other words, you know, just like on a day, not like today, but a, a clear sky day, you lay outside, just look at the sky. Don't be thinking much. Don't, don't be look trying to look farther than you're just looking. And in that relaxed awareness, there's a sense of that presence that we are. Yeah. Whenever all that is focused, always looking to behind or ahead, and being, making mountains out of molehills that relaxed awareness, which is basically synonymous with the presence because I feel presence is undirected interest and attention. You know, we're just not constantly being focused on shit. It's just there. That to me is presence. Yeah. That which we're using to find presence is the presence. Yeah, If you could see it in without a movement to it, because like seeing, I feel seeing is that awareness, and yet we experience the seeing now as a form of looking. We think we're the one that's aware. And then the, when we're aware, there's a movement of time in there. We're looking for something to move on to something else. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's an activity, yes? So the seeing is disguised right in front of our eyes be- and because we call it a form of looking and that looking has the self before it so it's self-centeredness yeah but it's not self that's seeing in that the interpretation is based is centered on self but the seeing of all the information that is used to to make an interpretation is not coming from self it's coming from the seeing the seeing is the light that every everything gets revealed in yeah so all the natural and unnatural resources the mental state wants to use, it wouldn't find it unless there's light, which is what we are. That awareness is what lights up the shit to be claimed. <laughs> Seriously, it's like a miner that's blind. It needs the light to go into the cave, to go into the, the mine, and then start looking for the diamond, you know what I mean? The motherload. It can't see fucking shit. So... The inherent awareness that we are brings things into contact and into light, And then the mental state can claim it. Yeah. It sees something and it's always verbing. Yeah. Seeing, hearing, feeling, doing, thinking, smelling, da, da, da. And it immediately like almost injects it with like a numbing effect. It puts it like, uh, you know, puts it into a, you know, like an inert state. And then it starts telling a story. About the noun. Yes. So you're the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taste, the toucher. But obviously, you'd have to arrive at the seer through the seeing because there's no seer. Yeah. It's self evident in the morning when I wake up, there's seeing. It's not self evident there's a seer. (laughs) Because what's what's greeting when my eyes open isn't the seer, it's seeing. I'm like, what? you know what I mean? Everything's on. Yeah. And then memory, all right, this is our room. There's Amelia. Blah, 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 blah. But I mean basically, but I, I always say in a very loving manner, it's not just not, not just not <laughs> just Amelia. It's a be- I stop and I wonder. I wonder and I lose myself in the beauty of Amelia. But I'm using it as an example. I'm using it as a beauty of example. But and then she feels that awareness focused on her beauty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much better. That's the love. Greatest that's thing. the love. Yeah. <laughs> but as an example of what's happening, yes? Yes. So the scene, obviously, what does it mean? I don't know. Maybe if you kept moving the horse from the seeming being behind the cart, one of those times and it's placed in front of the car, you realize it's always been that way. But now we're taking it just like this, becoming. We're taking the horses behind the car. So, all right, we'll accept that temporarily in a way. And all right, we'll just keep moving the horse in front of the car. Oh, and then, but you keep seeing everything as if the horse is behind the car. And then you don't. One time you see it. You see the horses in front of the car your head now has been introduced to a new logic, because your whole logic was the car is the driving force, not the horse, but fact is the horse is the driving force, not the car, yeah, so the thinking is the driving force, not the thinker, the thinker is the car, yeah, the feeling is the driving force, not the feeler, the seeing is the driving force, not the seer, yeah, so we have it completely backwards, we don't, the way it's presented, yeah, from what that station we're listening to, is truly almost—it's captured in double speak, 1984 by Orwell. You know, it's like the peace department was the war department. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're just the exact opposite of what you thought. Yeah, and then the bullshit just keeps coming, and all the while you're hearing it, it just doesn't make fucking sense. But they'll punish you if you fucking say anything about that. Yeah, the system. Well, in a way, this system does the same thing. It's sort of like an authoritarian system. It's sort of like the, the God of the Old Testament. It doesn't brook any other gods put in front of it. It's going to send you smoke this fucking smoke that. You're going to get turned into a column of salt and shit like that. Give me your firstborn as a sacrifice. Proves your love to me. Sounds like the head to me. It sounds like the head. Doesn't sound like I what I would call God. It sounds like a jealous motherfucking sadist, really. All right, who can I fuck today? All right, Abraham, I know you like your kid. Give me the kid. Wow, well, please, give me that kid. And if you don't, I want two kids. What? That's God? You sound like god to me it sounds like someone <laughs> sounds like certain people i know <laughs> What's so this whole point is pointless very quickly really because the horse is in front of the car being ourselves reality yeah? being ourselves reality the greatest mystery is reality, AKA Paul, wanting to attain reality, because Paul, AKA, AKA reality, is reality without AKA Paul. It's reality wanting to attain reality. That's the greatest mystery. Why? Being ourselves reality, yeah? Being ourselves reality. Now, some people will say they can see further the, the story well, there are so many different realities. So there's one reality wanting to attain a high, you know, it goes on and on and on, but it's the basic fundamental building block, yes? Being ourselves reality is the block of non-duality. That's the touchstone, yeah? Now, if you're not open to that suggestion, it's not saying you have to believe it. It's saying just entertain what comes after through the talks on, based on that assumption, being ourselves reality. So then you'll see the statement of Huang Po with a group of Zen students, wasn't to those students, it was to the Buddha that they are. When it said, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah, if there was, if there was truly Steve and Maoist, whoever, some Chinese names, if there was truly them, them there, then using the Buddha to seek a Buddha would be a good fucking idea probably, but they are the Buddha, you see, and if you are Paul, maybe nothing else has worked, so maybe attaining reality may work, as Paul, because maybe reality will change Paul, but if you are reality, seeking reality is a way of denying reality, yes, as it says in the Course in Miracles, very clearly, firm in faith in this something else that you've made to be yourself. How do we make it to be ourselves? By faith in it, yeah? By faith in the selfing, we believe the narrative. And to believe the narrative, you have to believe the central aspect of the narrative, which is you're a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. That's it. That's the basis of it, yeah? That you're the doer, you're the thinker, you're the feeler, you're the taster, you're the toucher, yes? You were born, and you. you but you you're, You may die, but what you think is you is going to go to another, you know, transmigration on and on and on and on. It's going to end. That voice in your head is going to end when the head goes out, yes? Yeah? It's not going to be leaping into the next storyline. <laughs> it's not an imaginary Paul that's had 80 different lives. There was 80 different lives with imaginary Pauls, maybe. <laughs> but there was no, Paul. there was no Paul had those 80 lives. <laughs> so, so these things, you know, if the airport's open and it's the right day and stuff like that, it'll land. And that's why I believe in repetition. I do. I don't believe because when, it when I went through this little, like, rinse cycle and wash and then, you know, dry. It told me there's no point to go anywhere else. You know, if you don't see this activity at the point, at the beginning, you're gonna be looking from it, yeah? And you may be on the highest mount of Mount Olympus, there'll still be an identification as you being the one there looking from Mount Olympus. Yeah, Mount Olympus isn't gonna change that fact because it's not a fact, yeah? Nothing's going to change that because that process is quicker than any process. Before you climb to the top of Mount Olympus, there'll be a huge story every step of the way that it's you climbing the Mount Olympus. <laughs> will be It's not forbidden zone for the claiming. It's just going to do what it always does because it's not volitional. It's not mechanical. If there was a volition, there'd have to be something there that could be contrary to that which there isn't, it's just mechanical. So see it, there's no guilt or shame in it. There's no guilt or shame built into selfing. It's an error by being identified as the doing of the self. But you're not the doing of the self. There's just selfing, yeah? That's what that thing did. It wasn't doing it until a point it started doing it and then it seemed to never stop doing it. You know, for me, it became apparent around five, I guess where a certain discomfort started to arise. And then there was an obsession with this empty space because I thought there should be a Paul there. Yeah, I saw Peter Kennedy. I saw him, but but when I looked inside, I didn't see anything. uh, It was very off-putting and it scared the shit out of me. So fucking my head got overdeveloped after my father and grandmother died and there was a great reliance on it. And I got security by replacing the living with an interpretation. I got an interpretation. And I could affect the interpretation by making myself feel something before the interpretation. So I had a huge drive to get loaded. you know, Because when I was on drugs, it gave me a feeling before you gave me a feeling. Yeah, And I felt I was totally outmatched by other people's feelings coming at me. So I better have some armor, and that was just checking out. Checking out, checking out. I didn't want to be here, you know. Yet, all the while, (laughs) completely based on that false idea, I thought I was the cart, you know, and I could get off the horse. (laughs) I didn't realize at all until I did. And then when I did... I've never not realized it became a fact in my life and it hasn't changed. And it's not a fact that's in a closed box, in a fortress of a citadel. It's open for testing and review. And I've lived with it wide open for 20, 30 years. And no, uh, no real strong dispute has ever arisen around it. It became a last answer to me, which is a damn good answer in this because constantly all our answers tend to turn into more questions, you know, they don't fucking last. They erode and there's a lot of maintenance involved with it. You gotta keep, it's like having a blow-up doll, which I don't have, but a blow-up doll <laughs> that has holes, and you gotta keep blowing air in, or it doesn't give you the appearance you want to give you to get you whatever. You know? So, so... That's why we're here. I'd speak anywhere really. Or I won't speak at all. It doesn't matter. I just know where I'm at. I'm convinced of these ideas. Because. And the convincing came all of a sudden. When I saw. I can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It basically was like a spotlight. That reviewed like 25 years. Like 30 years of life. From six to something else in a second. It was like one of those printers it just, and all I saw was a, a fucking aha, you know, like an unspoken yes from that statement. I had, it seemed like that was the main movement of this life since I was young, was trying to get out of this place. Yeah, as this place or trying to use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yes, I was, I didn't realize I am that which I am looking for. Yeah. Because I had a misidentification in place. I thought that which was looking for whatever it was looking for was this. And I definitely did not believe this was what I was looking for. Because I was hell-bent on escaping it every freaking day. Since I've been six years old by doing something. Yeah. So (sighs) I needed some corrections. Life gave me plenty of them. And then non-duality brought the, the final little crescendo. Because first I thought it was a quite novel idea. I was reading a book by Ramesh Balsakar called Who Cares? And it was, I mean, every other page was stopping me because it, he would say it in a different way than my mentor. It's sort of like I was listening to music last night from a soundtrack, and the guy changed where a note would usually be. So it was like da 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 da. And then you think a dot, but no, da 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 da. da. Yeah. And it's like, it's, yes, it was sort of, it was music, everything, but it wasn't the the beat that you're familiar with. Yeah. This is what this is like. So that little pause between where you thought the beat was going to be hit. And then it comes later. That's that pause where there's downloading, so to speak, you see something. Yeah. Because it, it, it popped out of the mental logic. It just took a left or right, and you're like, wait a minute, (laughs) I mean, and I go back, and I read it again, and I'd lay there for a while, and and I started seeing, Jesus Christ, non-duality is the only, I've only seen it in how non-duality uses the language, it actually expresses a whole different logic, yeah, which is based on being ourselves reality, nothing else is based on that, yeah it's all the shit is they may say that like in some way but their whole effort is based on this getting somewhere or this being the impediment of getting somewhere and therefore we got to purify this or whatever and it's just setting off on another fucking journey and i'd been on some and i thought they were different flags i thought you know spirituality is completely different than drug use but After I did both, I saw a a lot of similarity between drug use and spirituality. I mean, a lot. And I actually thought drug use was better, was smarter, because at least you'd get a rush. (laughs) At least you'd get some quick shit. Yeah, there's other stuff that's saying may take lifetimes. (laughs) I can imagine if I called my Coke dealer... Hey, you got, you got you got an eight ball. It may take lifetimes. So I, I never call the guy again. <laughs> it may take lifetimes to get it. So uh, no, I think I need it now. So yeah. So um, again, I hope more than the words, just a feeling of of not being not the, the mental logic being de but I've been de-pretzeled in yeah, hopefully. So that's something that's immediate can shine through, not tagged with, oh, hopefully we can arrive there, or hopefully we're in the act of becoming. No, you know, we are what we're looking for, yeah? And there's no requirements necessary for what we're looking for to be what we're looking for. It's what's looking, yeah? There's no requirement. It is what's looking. There's no if and ends or buts. Everything else is truly based on seemingly so, which needs us as an audience agreeing to what's being presented. Yeah. And usually the agreement is bought because everything that's being presented is like chocolate covered by its being you. And there's a cherishing of self. The mental state has a has this this desire to be something other than what it already is. Yeah. So basically, like that statement in the course, it's not, oh, you know, this firm and faith in being this something else we made to be ourselves, but that activity on the other side of that coin is a denial of what we are. So this is where we are. Yeah, we're in one movement. And that one movement sort of closes the door on the other movement. Now, when you're in this movement, uh, it's totally okay with seeing everything about selfie, you know, like that, and all the claiming. Yeah, it's not. It's not in a, a conflictual uh, relationship to it. It's just is. It's just acceptance, open space. Yeah, I don't think you know. It's not like It only accepts white clouds and a rain cloud can't come in. It has a much different quality. Being inherently empty, it allows everything to show up. The other thing, being inherently empty but in denial of that and taking this something else to be something else, yeah, there's a lot of fucking denying that has to go on to make it seem so. Yeah, it can't withstand standing next to what you already are or standing there. So it has to sort of make a sense of forgetfulness about that to have a remembering of it. Where in the other case, this activity can go on just like it always goes on, but there's not going to be the audience response because the audience now is captivated by something else that's always available at all times, right where it is with no requirement necessary. Yes? So now when it looks at the screen and sees itself, it sees itself, this idea of Paul, in a much larger field than this myopic. Yes? Yeah. See, because I saw in my own head, not my own head, the head, that self centeredness sees everything as how it pertains to it. Yeah? It has a very, it's like this is where the other way, when this is empty, this is this and this is this yeah but it's the self-centeredness it goes very it sucks everything in and makes it very myopic and has everything pertain to this
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: and you can see it on level different degrees hopefully that will show you it because you can see now with with the technology and people constantly taking pictures of themselves yeah It's mimicking the attention and interest going out there, not coming, bringing anything back and just bringing back the same picture of yourself, instead of everything else that was available, what gets sucked in is this, you know, that's insane, that's completely insane, but all that is mimicking an activity already in place,
2: yeah? Yeah.
1: This is what the relaxed awareness is more like. You just chill out, and maybe the big star of the day will be a hummingbird. Yeah, you know, you're like you're. It's like you're in a like an epic of Cecil B. DeMille, but you're not the star of a B movie. You know, you're an incredible epic, but you. But the other deal is you're you're going to be the star of this sucky movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hopefully, you get weaned off for that and. You become an extra in that other, that large uh, epic. Yeah? Yeah.
2: So. I don't see it. Can, it
1: can't be brought about. It's already available. That's the thing. Yeah? While we're busy, we're not doing it. When the head's making mountains out of molehills, the same space it, there has to be to have a molehill and the same space there has to be to have it made into a mountain is still that same space. We are that space. Yeah. So we could have different landscapes going on. It could. It's just a possibility. We're not going to bring it about, thank God. Yeah, because we'd be probably on each mountain mm-hmm. this fall. <laughs> you know what I mean? There'll be, there'll be lots of interest. And, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My life without Paul. <laughs> I would say life without Paul. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So yes. All right. Want to ask any questions? Not here, but in the <laughs> Zoom. This is a test. Can you
2: guys hear me? I hope it's been working. That'd be great. It's nice. You. Yes. Oh, there you go. Jeez, it was loud. We'll be able
1: to hear you. we testing the
2: speaker. Thank you. Oh, you have a speaking
1: now too, yeah. right? Okay. So, anyone raise a hand? No, 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 no. All right.
3: <laughs> hey, Paul, can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can. It's from Brazil.
3: <clears throat> okay, Paul. Uh, all of us have already walked to the pond looked at the mirror and we have recognized our lion face right right so our problem is that we turn around from the pond start walking and sometimes in a few minutes or perhaps in an hour we are back to being the sheep right right that's our problem what do you think about the idea that uh, it's out there some some places, that you should learn to be aware of sensations, learn to be aware of feelings and thoughts. Because if you don't learn to be aware of those things, they will catch you like a thief in the night and suck you into the turmoil. What are your ideas about this notion? Well, that's
1: what we're offering we tend mostly to spend time on the activities of the selfing and what it can do if the audience uh, res- responds to the call. Yeah. And we go over and over and over it. So I, I think there's already an awareness. There's not, let's say uh, an understanding. So stuff goes on and then the same, te- it's like two and two, and then you get the bill eight. you're fucking so used to getting eight, you just keep taking it. But now you have an understanding that two and two is four. So when you get the receipt called the interpretation, you look at it and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then something. Yes. There's now an awareness of it through an understanding of the warning, so to speak. Like if you ever read Trungpa Rinpoche, he had a famous book called cutting through spiritual materialism. A lot of people, when I was in starting to get involved, one of there was one of the first books, you know, first it was Be Here Now, Autobiography of the Yogi usually, and then spiritual materialism came along. And he made, he felt it was so important enough to put it in the first paragraph or the second paragraph. He said, but he used the term ego, which I don't like, but he says, be very clear that whatever the ego comes in contact with, it's going to take advantage of. That's an incredible bit of information, if you can understand what it means, yeah? So it's now the awareness here in this activity is armed with an understanding, yeah? So not not only aware of the person going through the border, now the awareness stops the person and asks for their papers, yeah? And then you see... And then the bullshit comes up, like self-inquiry, I'm me. And then you ask them, and then uh, the whole false narrative collapses, yes? So now you have an understanding, let's say, of the mechanicalness. Because the one big thing is that migrates all the time. when When an activity is described, people still believe there's a point, there's volition concerning it most times, yeah? So let's get it very clear. Selfing is mechanical. It's not volitional. In other words, you're not doing it. Yeah? You're seeing it. You're the seeing of it. You're not the doing of it. Yeah. So it's mechanical. And I haven't found there's any uh, claim-free zones. Yeah? <laughs> you may have a claim-free zone for a second or two, but as soon as the clock, the mental clock starts ticking and it regroups, it's going to claim the one, it's going to claim to be the one to have the the epiphany you know, or the realization or the root awakening or the enlightenment. Yes. You just got to become aware of that. Yeah. Understand it. And now you're aware of that. Yeah. While there's raw awareness, seeing it, there's an awareness of the activity that happens through it. Yeah. And I have faith in That's more than enough. Once you start recognizing what you're not, it's inevitable that when the, ball of life keeps going around the roulette thing, it's gonna land on your square and you're gonna see things and the emphasis will be on the scene, not the thing. And you'll get a free sample of truly the horse in front of the car. You will. And I think that goes much that goes so much farther than almost anything else is that own intimate glimpse of the fallacy of the mental logic. And then, and then immediately having a sense of the seamless of the empty logic, yeah, the seamlessness. Of it. Yeah, and I don't see uh, more free samples don't hurt. Yeah, it's not like uh, you're gonna get cavities, more free samples, because you are the product that the samples are of. You're not gonna get a product, you are the product. So you get a free sample of what you are and what you are, tastes it, and yeah. Yes, yeah, so bring it on. So I believe warnings are important because, uh, you know, you could be in a complete dedication to a system that would be one of the most sublime systems of spirituality, and you may never see this movement of claiming whatever's going on to imply there's a you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, no, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get the seeing of that through effort or thought. I got the seeing of it by being offered an understanding and then entertaining understanding and then seeing it for myself, not for myself, or seeing the self from what I am. Yeah So I gave, was given away that was a very big power thing for me when I realized some guy had said it and uh, that modus operandi of claiming. He didn't emphasize it, but I thought it was very important to emphasize. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, because there's belief in peak experience, they should do it, or, you know what I mean? If the epiphany is longer than a week, it should do it. I mean, it's just because it wasn't long enough, it would have stamped out that, and it doesn't. As long as time goes on and you're appearing as the thing, that thing is going to neuter whatever happened and claim it to be something that happened to it or through it or for it or as it, yes so yeah yes yeah, so that's what I like about writing a new book. What happens after you leave, leave the pool, leave the pond? Because yeah. the lion will seemingly take itself to be the sheep, and now the sheep tells all the other sheep it had a great lion experience. I saw the lion in the water. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But of course, that's true. But it had that impact when it was seen as a lion, then much different when it's turned into a story that it was a sheep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's good, Gio. Okay. What's going on here? All
2: right. Uh, this has to be not off then. This isn't but then. you there, dear? i think uh, somebody pulled it out. I'm actually not getting power. Yeah, somebody pulled it out. I mean All right, now it's on. Is it
1: on? Yeah. All right. Um, okay, we got Jim from Philly. We had a pause. Okay, hold on one second, Jim. While we settle. I want. want to see if anyone noticed. I changed my shirt during the pause. <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> Put on a whole new outfit. <laughs> I changed one of the fish. Did you see? It's going the other way now. Yeah. It's the horse before the car. I saw <laughs> you ready for Jim, Am I ready for Jim? Sure. Go ahead, Jim. Jim from Philly.
0: How's it going, Paul?
1: Hey, how are you? All I right. I see you, but uh, yeah.
0: Uh, so basically, like... I've been, I'm at the point where it's like, it's kind of like Cool Hand Luke, when he's like fighting, with, what's his name, Dragline, he's just getting his ass kicked, he's like, yeah. stay down, stay yeah. down, and that's kind of like, where, where it's at at this point, but it's like, you know, it, it won't stop, it won't stop trying to, you know, come come back and then use, use everything it can, you know, like, where I wasn't an alcoholic, but it'll use that you know, all your weak spots and it'll try to like accentuate it or, you know, like uh, keep creating fires to get you to, you know, like keep, keep making it alive, you know. So my question is like, what advice would you have like at that point?
1: Well, maybe you should look into trying to just distract yourself every once in a while by doing service or, you know, volunteering. Yeah. Taking walks. Sometimes the best way is to send yourself around the corner for a half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Because, see, it's uh, that which is seeing all those things you just described is never going to be worn out by all that shit that's happening. It outlasts everything. Yeah. Because it didn't come, it's not going. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like we say in AA, this too shall pass. And it's not a hopeful statement. It's actually a factual statement. Sometimes you feel it as a hopeful thing because you're thinking something you're dwelling on won't pass and it says this too shall pass. But in in actually, it's a fact. It's making a statement about what happens here. Everything comes to go. This too is going to pass. Yeah. So... Uh, you're not have, it's not like, it's not like you have to withstand the blow of the hurricane. Just go inside, you know, just take a break, (laughs) chill out, lose it, you know, lose interest in this pursuit or whatever it is, come back. Yeah. It's never going to go. You don't lose any ground. Yeah. There's no rush. You didn't miss the appointment. It's readily available at all times, right where we are. Yeah. I used to believe, you know, there's only one moment, and if I don't take it, you know. And I, I remember I was—they brought me to a rehab where they were practicing mindfulness and stuff, and they were sort of had each client had a their own like person that worked with, and the one girl was sharing about, oh, I was at the cliff, you know, and there was my gun. Well. Turned out the outlets weren't switched on and the computer died. It needed power, we don't. Sorry for the abrupt ending.